what I love about TikTok is that you could have zero followers, you could post a video and get a million views. Hey guys, my name's Charlie Gray. I'm Allison Alhamid. Hi, I'm Erica Keelan. This is Hair Godzino. I'm Kimberly Tay Hair, and you're listening to the Hair Game Podcast. Hey listener, Eric Taylor here. I want to quickly mention some of our new Salon Republic locations that are now open. In LA County, we have Thousand Oaks, we got Torrance, and we got Burbank. In San Diego County, we've got Escondido. Each of these locations has a full-time manager to take care of you, a beauty supply uh, where we carry about 30 brands at wholesale prices, complimentary towel service, and free weekly education, just to name a few of the things that we offer. Go to salonrepublic.com or hit the link in my bio, my Instagram bio, for more details. All right, let's get to the Potaloot giveaway. This is a one-year premium subscription to Later. That's later.com. This is the social media management platform. We use it to run our six accounts. I use it to run my personal account. It makes the whole thing just so much easier. And as busy as you guys are, I know that you would like this too. So that's why we worked this out. It's worth about 200 bucks. And here we go. The winner is DZ Does Hair. D-E-E-Z-Y. DZ Does Hair. DM me at the Hair Game Podcast Instagram. And we'll hook you up. At the end of the show, I'll tell you what we'll be giving away next week and how you can win that. Now to everything you need to know about TikTok. Taylor, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is Taylor Loren. She is the head of content marketing for Later. Later is a social media management system. Those listeners who listen to a lot of our episodes, I've recently mentioned Later. Um, as being the the uh, management system that we use here at Salon Republic to manage our six accounts, and so Taylor, I get a an email from you probably every day. It's your bulk email <laughs> that goes out to all of your customers, and I always think, oh, there's Taylor. She's emailing me and me only. I'm so special. And then it's like, <laughs> how to win with hashtags in 2020. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Our newsletter is super popular. People are really engaged with it. And I love that people feel like it comes like it's only going to you because I still like I'm the one who writes them still, even though um, I'm not super in all of our content day to day, but the newsletter is like my little baby. So awesome. Happy you love it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you're definitely a professional at Instagram. I mean, I, I don't know if um, we can talk about what all later does later on, but yeah. um, most of the emails that I get are about Instagram, and so you you clearly know a lot about Instagram, and maybe we can do another episode on Instagram. However, we are here not for Instagram. We are here for TikTok. Yes, my new obsession in life. <laughs> your new obsession in life that takes most of your disposable time and does what with it? Does it flush it down the toilet or are you entertained by it? Oh man, that's a tough question. I think that 
it's extremely easy to get sucked into TikTok. Like some nights I have to be like, no, I just, I just can't open it because if I do, it's like an hour and a half, two hours go by like that. (laughs) And it's just so easy to like keep watching videos, but yeah, it definitely entertains me. It also teaches, I've learned a lot. Like there's a lot of really cool like education content. It's just such a weird, quirky place. And, um, so yeah, I, I really like seeing it. I think it's like really cool. Um, you know, TikTok is known for being primarily like a teen oriented app, but now with like I'm gonna, adults coming on. I'm gonna okay. stop you right there because okay. I wanna start with okay. with the very beginning of TikTok. Okay, so I went out and I did some research and uh, of dubious quality and here it goes. So basically, um, in 2005, a kid named Zhang Yiming graduates from college in China, okay, Tianjin, China. He goes to work for a series of tech firms, like I'm sure a lot of kids in China do, you know, coding, coders, and, and software engineers and such. Some of these firms do okay, some go broke. He worked for Microsoft for a period of time, and something that I read which was interesting was that he was stifled by the Microsoft culture which is so interesting to have a kid in communist China who is stifled by one of the most entrepreneurial companies you know, in the <laughs> world, right? But this is the, the uh, time in which we live. So around this time of, let's call it 2010 or so, he saw the increase in the popularity of cell phones, obviously, right, mobile. And he saw how a lot of his Chinese um, uh, countrymen and women were uh, getting cell phones and they didn't even have computers. So in 2012, he was 28 years old, he started a company called ByteDance, B-Y-T-E, Dance. And he creates a couple products, this and that, whatever, we don't care about that. And then in 2016, he and his company spent about 200 days creating a new video sharing app that they call Douyin, okay? They release it in September of 2016 in China, and within a year, it had 100 million users with more than a billion video views every day. So clearly, that was the success that he was looking for. Um, About a year after he released it, so now we're in 2017, ByteDance buys Musical.ly. Did you ever get into Musical.ly? Yeah, I had a Musical.ly account. I don't think I ever posted anything to it. I was just like, okay, the kids are on this. I got to kind of be in tune a little bit. But it's been really interesting to see that some people um, who were initially popular on Musical.ly, um, they kind of stopped, but they had a lot of followers. And so after TikTok acquired Musical.ly, they kind of like merged those accounts. So now there's some people who have millions of followers on TikTok. And now that it's becoming popular again, they're like, oh, I guess I should get back on this app so they're like former musically stars that are now realizing their their following actually really matters and is cool again totally so they pay, bite dance paid 800 million bucks for musically and they integrated it with the basis of doyin okay so those two things together became tiktok and then it was re- then, and then tiktok was launched internationally and so that was 2017 uh, they use the same software, Douyin and, and TikTok, uh, but apparently they use different servers, like servers, um, the, for example, the, the TikTok product that we use here in the United States, the servers are located here in the United States. 
um, and uh, they're doing this to try to get around the Chinese censorship restrictions, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, okay, so let me just drop a couple stats here, just to set the table for our listeners who maybe have no idea what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> so TikTok, um, ahead of LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, and Snapchat has 500 million monthly active users ahead of all those kind of incumbent social media platforms. It's been, download o- it's been downloaded over one and a half billion times. In 2019, it was downloaded more than Facebook and more than Instagram. 41% of users are between 16 and 24, which is what Taylor was talking about before. It skews younger. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Average user is spending, wait, hold on, before I say this number, I want you, so you just said you spend how long per day? I spend at least an hour at the minimum, probably more than that. All right, so, so you're averaging an hour and a half. However, it is kind of your business, so we'll excuse the embarrassment right now. <laughs> the, the average user is spending 52 minutes a day on the app. That compares with 53 minutes for Instagram, so about the same, and then 58 minutes for Facebook. Snapchat, it's so interesting. Snapchat is 49 minutes. They're all kind of the same, you know, as far as average use. 75% of uh, apps, by the way, in the, in the app stores, whether it's uh, Android or um, Apple, 75% of apps are downloaded, accessed once, and then totally forgotten, which is exactly my behavior. Like if I look at my <laughs> iPhone and I scroll through like six screens of my iPhone, there's just a garbage bin of apps that... I thought that I was going to use and just never have used. Uh, TikTok has used, uh, 90% of TikTok users use it every day. So obviously it's massively used just like you. Um, in the last 18 months, the number of a U.S. adult TikTok users has grown by almost six times to about 20 million. And that 20 million number, that's about three or four months old. So it could be... Um, uh, it could be better than that. And then um, just to kind of wrap up this summary of it, this dude, what's his name? Zhang is now 26, 36 years old. He is worth $13 billion. He's the ninth richest person in China. Okay. I did not know that. Well, there the you ninth go. richest person in China. Wow. Actually, and it, and it might, and this again is like five month old data. So just in the last five months, TikTok has accelerated its growth, if anything. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I think that uh, 2019 was definitely like a tipping point for especially like North America or millennials or, you know, not super young people, but like people are aware of TikTok. And then even just in December alone, um, it you see creators like skyrocketing. So like the hottest person on TikTok, Charlie D'Amelio, she's like 15 years old and has, I don't even know, she's like 15 million followers or something. Six months ago, she had like 200 followers. Like it's for sure, like in the last like few months, it's just been TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. And I think like 2019 was a bit of a tipping point for that. I think 2020 is going to be like, where it really starts to become saturated and more people are getting onto it. So all the people that are laughing at me about TikTok now, I'm like, okay, next January, next February, like you're gonna be on it, you're gonna get it. So I think 
it's just so exciting like for to be an early adopter on something that you you know you've seen a couple platforms come and go and then you can really tell like okay this is going to be something and so now is an amazing time for everyone to start getting on tiktok which is exactly why we're doing this episode why don't you tell us how tiktok is different than instagram well yeah let's just base it off of instagram because you know our audience especially knows a lot about instagram um and just tell us how it's different how the interface is different I think even when it just comes down to like the philosophy of the two platforms, um, they're pretty much exact opposites. So what I love about TikTok is that you could have zero followers, you could post a video and get a million views. It's not about gaining a ton of followers. It's really about the actual content that you create. and versus with Instagram, you want to like build up this following so then people can see your content and your content kind of only appears in people's feeds if they're following you. There's the explore page, of course, but that's like the main part of Instagram is the feed and the explore page is secondary. On TikTok, the main part of TikTok, it's called the For You page, which is basically TikTok's version of the explore page. And I'm sorry, you called it the what? The For You page? Oh, yeah, yeah, For You. Got it. Yeah, so when you're in TikTok, you'll mainly be on the For You page, and there's a tab at the top that you can click on, which will be your following page, and that will just show you content from people that you're following. But most people spend the majority of their time on the For You page, and that is basically just a TikTok algorithm that is understanding you and showing you videos that it thinks that you're going to like or videos that other people have liked. So it goes back to you can have zero followers, post a video, and get millions of views. So for example, I think I had maybe 20 TikTok followers. And in December, I posted a really dumb video over Christmas break. And it was just a video about like the proper way to burn a candle for the first time. And it went crazy viral. And this video has over 3 million views now. And I got like 6,000 followers from it. And it's just like, it was such a crazy thing, but it's like that moment would like never happen on Instagram at all. So you right. can, it's really a level playing field for anyone to enter TikTok and create some content. Half the time, like the content that performs well on TikTok is like the content that you spend like the least amount of time on. <laughs> and it's, it's, Again, it's opposite of Instagram because Instagram is really like curated. You want to put your best content out there. Aesthetic is very important. And TikTok, it's the opposite. It's just, it's really about like talent or education or entertainment. And um, and the videos are not high quality, perfectly lit videos at all. Like most of them are like in just regular people's like bedrooms or something like that. So um they're definitely like very different, but if you were to look through them, it looks like similar. Like the interface is a little bit similar. It's like you're watching a bunch of Instagram stories kind of. Sure. So now uh, I, I'm looking at it right now as you're talking. And of course, totally distracted by two people who are dancing and doing push-ups <laughs> at the same time with some kind of weird uh, video editing. but. You said that you talked about how it's different than Instagram in regards to the popularity of the content versus the the follower number. And then mm-hmm. you mentioned right after you said that, 
that um, there's the homepage that you called it for you. Oh, got it. Ah, I just answered my own question. Okay, so when you said following, I couldn't find the following. So what Taylor was referring to is when you go to the TikTok um, home, there's on the very top, there's following on the left, and there's for you. For you is like the Explorer page-ish. And following, these are people that you actually follow. Got it. Okay, so but it defaults to the for you, which is a big difference. Yes, definitely. And that's, I think, where people spend the majority of their time, for sure. Right. Um, okay, so talk about the actual, um, what is somebody going to see? Somebody who's never gone on a TikTok before, what are they going to see? I tell people that when you first log on to TikTok, give it, you know, maybe a couple of days because based on the content that you are watching multiple times or the content that you're liking or commenting on, um, that's really like the more videos that you watch and engage with to some degree, that's going to then tell the machine learning like what you like. So when you first log in, I would say it's probably not um, gonna be super tailored to you, but as you watch more content, it's gonna really get to understand like what you like. And I mean, that's to some degree, but then there's also parts where sometimes they'll just put in like really popular videos into your feed as well. So you can kind of understand like the culture of TikTok, but it's definitely a very different place than Instagram. <laughs> so um, my best suggestion is just like download TikTok, start watching, and like that's the best step you can do and then you know after like a couple days you'll probably like get the hang of how it works or the different trends that people are doing and stuff so it's 100 percent videos correct yes okay and what is the length of the videos that you can that you can create or watch so when you're creating them you have an option to choose between a 15 second video or a 60 second video you don't have to use the full 60 seconds like you could it could be 45 seconds but um yeah so that's kind of like to compare it to instagram it'd be like an instagram story is 15 seconds and then you can have a one minute video in your feed so it's, so it's kind of like that i would say majority of the content is around the 15 second mark if not even less okay and uh, i'm as we're talking, I'm on the for you, the for me um, page, and I'm watching an omelet being made for some reason. Now, I, I think it's important. You're, the, um, the, the point that you just made is really important because I haven't spent a lot of time on here yet. So it doesn't know that I'm going to be looking at hair stuff, you know, salon related stuff. So it's showing me somebody making breakfast. Um, but actually, it's shockingly uh, interesting because of the way that they're making it and it looks really amazing. Um, the That's like a post, right? And it shows the user or the creator and al dente diva, okay? And then I see a little bit of a caption, but it looks like a much smaller caption than Instagram. What What is the limitation on the caption? That's a good question. I don't know what the caption length is, but I would guess it's probably around like 200 characters or something. I would, it, the caption is more like a tweet length um, than an Instagram caption. So things that you wanna put in your caption, um, usually people just add a little bit of context. So, um, you know, like I'm recording a TikTok later today for later's TikTok and um, it's 
going off of this like voiceover trend and like my caption is probably just going to be something like, and that's why I schedule my social media posts or something like that with a couple hashtags. So sometimes people will put in, um, like unrelated captions. I wouldn't say the caption is super important, but it is an, an opportunity for you to kind of like add one more layer of context to your video or add a level, a level of like humor or make it a little bit like meme kind of content. Mm -hmm. Um, and then hashtags too are super important. So you definitely want to include hashtags if you're creating a TikTok video. Um, so unlike Instagram where I don't think hashtags are super, they're not as effective as they used to be. I don't know if people are, there's definitely some hashtags where people are like following them and engaging with them, but that's not all of hashtags versus on TikTok. Hashtags are very popular. People will go and use that as a way to browse. So, you know, if you're new to TikTok, you can go look at the hashtag hair hashtag, which has over a billion videos on it. And Already, it that's of, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> And there's like a few popular um, hair ones. So like hashtag hair tutorial, hashtag hair, hashtag hair goals. They're pretty broad right now. Um, so versus like on Instagram, you know, you might be like way more targeted, um, like hashtag balayage or something like that. Um, but on TikTok still, they're very broad. But the best thing is, is that you can put those hashtags in your caption and it will actually really work and it will drive more engagement and views for you. Um, so don't ignore hashtags. Okay, so uh, I just looked up as we were talking and the caption length is maxed out at 100 characters. So if you wanna put in very few kind of normal words in your caption and use a bunch of as many hashtags as possible, then you can fit a lot of hashtags. Yeah, I would say most people will probably use like two or three hashtags. Um, there's a couple other weird things with hashtags on TikTok. So I don't have no idea where this started, but there's like this hashtag, like there's multiple variations of tagging the for you page. So it's like hashtag for you, hashtag for you page, hashtag FYP. Like there's a lot of variations around that. Um, I honestly, I haven't been able to figure out, like, does it make a difference or not? But if you'll see the majority of the videos on your For You page will have some iteration of that hashtag. I think it's also just another very, very, like there's billions of videos on these hashtags. So I think it's also a popular one that people are browsing. So I would recommend that you use some variation of like hashtag For You. Um, another weird thing is that I have trending hashtags on TikTok. So it usually these are kind of sponsored by a brand. Um, but sometimes you can find ones that will like fit with your content. So I did like a hacks video the other day and there was a trending one called like college hacks. And I was like, okay, I can add that to my video. But what you'll find is actually people will add all of the trending hashtags to their video, even if it's not related at all, just because um, TikTok is promoting that hashtag. So they think that their videos will get more views. So you'll see a lot of videos that have these really random sponsored -y kind of looking hashtags. Um, and that's just another tactic or pe that people are using to get their videos seen. Mm -hmm. I think there's no doubt that the caption is understated relative to Instagram, right? I mean, we, we talk about the importance of the caption on Instagram, you know, for certain kinds of content. But I'm watching these videos, and the caption is put very subtly at the bottom, and and it's it's um, 
it's overlaid on top of the video. So the screen is is a is a hundred percent video, and there's just a little bit of caption at the bottom. Um, so, I mean, it it just goes with the trends, right, of being more visual and and all that kind of stuff. Now, what Definitely. is what what is the sorry? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. It's also important when you are creating your videos because when you're editing them in TikTok, you don't see like where the caption would be. So maybe you put like some text or something overlaid on your video, but then when people are watching it, the caption's over top of it. So it's definitely important to keep in mind where the caption will be on your video as well when you're shooting them. Sure. Okay, on the right side of the screen, uh, on the For You page, on the top, it looks like that that would be the follow button because it's got a little red plus, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's got a big heart, and that just shows you how many people um, liked it. Mm -hmm. And if you like it, you just hit that heart, I guess. And then, yeah. and then there's a comment button, and you can uh, you can see how many people have left comments, or you can hit that little uh, conversation looking um, icon and leave your own comment and then there's a there's a share arrow and you can see how yes. many people shared it yeah and for sharing it's really cool because there's an instagram stories button so you can share that and click it and share it right to your instagram stories you can also download the videos from tiktok um and when you download them, they have a watermarks with the per with the person's username and stuff. So lots of people will like download TikToks and share them to Twitter or share TikToks to their Instagram stories and stuff like that. So um, that's pretty cool because it's very different versus like Instagram. You don't really like share an Instagram post out to a different platform. So right, that's cool. And the comments on TikTok are hilarious. Like <laughs> they just crack me up. Even when I get like trolls they're just so like funny with their comments so um if you see a funny video that you like on tiktok i highly recommend just like clicking that comment button and seeing what the top comments are because they'll that's, be pretty funny half the time that's hilarious okay so when you do that up pops a little uh screen from the bottom with all the comments just overlaid on the video now in the I'm, I'm running down the right side of the screen right now at the very bottom is like a spinning disc almost looks like a record and that's um that's music related right what what is that thing for so that will show the avatar of the audio that's being used whether it's um original audio or if you're using someone else's sound it's kind of like that sound person's avatar okay so if you were using i don't know a song by ariana grande it would probably have ariana grande's face there then and then could you click on that and it takes you to ariana grande it'll take you to the audio of the music and then it will have the audio person's um name there so with tiktok the audio is really what powers most of the platform so songs are very very important um they're not usually what you would think so an ariana grande song is actually you're not really probably going to hear that very often it's usually underground artists or songs that are specifically very very popular on tiktok um 
there's also a lot, there's also various other audio sounds. So for example, right now, a big trend is people uploading audio from like keeping up with the Kardashians and then people doing, um, kind of like acting or like, um, lip syncing over top of them speaking. Like that's a trend or people will just, um, you know, there might be like, a a viral TikTok that someone makes and then people can use the audio from that and create their own videos on top. So it's this whole weird community of sounds. You can find them all when you're creating your video. Um, you basically should choose a sound first and then make your video around that sound. And Interesting. So, so when I were talking about uh, th these kind of individual sounds or independent sounds or whatever, when I I'm on a video right now that has what it calls an original sound, and then there's a number, and then it shows me all the videos that have used that exact sound, and there's 190,000 yeah. videos using that exact sound, and like everybody's kind of dancing similarly. Yes, exactly. So then you can, when you're on that sound page, you can click add to favorites and it will basically fave all of the different um, songs or audio. So as you're watching TikTok, if you come across like a video and you're like, oh, I want to use this audio in the future, you can hit save. And when you're creating your TikTok and you're deciding what song or audio you want to use, there's, um, there's a trending thing you can click on mm -hmm. and it will show you all of the trending sounds that people are using right now. So, um, the songs or the audio that you're using in your videos is very important because there's a reason why you see um, a lot of the same songs over and over and over again on TikTok. Because if you, you know, if the algorithm sees that you're liking videos that are using a certain song, then they're going to keep showing you those. So then people figured out, okay, if I want to get my video seen to more people, I should use the songs that most people are watching or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, yeah. So, you know, when it comes to, like trends on TikTok, a trend is basically a type of video that's you with some sort of audio. Um, a good example I could I could do is like um, a dancing one. So there's different songs that people will then like create dances to, and everyone just does learns the same dance and records it and posts it with the same audio. So that is like one type of a trend. Um, so it makes it really easy because as you know, someone who's new to TikTok or wanting to use TikTok for your brand, you don't have to like think of totally new creative ideas that are out of the box. You can basically take something you saw on TikTok and then put your own spin on it. So, you know, if you're a hairstylist, you can take any of the really popular trends or memes and then think about how that applies to hair and put your own little spin on it and create a video. So it's very encouraged. The community likes to all kind of be doing the same sort of stuff, but in a slightly different way. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like, it's a lot easier when you think about that way. Like, oh, I can just like get inspired by this person's TikTok and kind of do the same thing in my own way. You don't have to like reinvent the wheel and come up with your own dances or your own trends and stuff like that. Very interesting. All right, so let's go to um, the content creation. So talk about that. Because I understand that it's it's a little different than uh, Instagram, and in some cases better. Yeah, so it's pretty complicated. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Um, so you can do what you can do if you're gonna you want to you know shoot a TikTok video. There's two ways you can do it. You can take a video on your phone and just upload a straight video and then add the audio, and okay. that works. Um, but if you're 
for the if you want to shoot something specifically for TikTok, um, you'll probably want to shoot it in the app. And so, in the app, you can save drafts all the time, so you don't have to, you know, shoot your whole video at once. So, for example, what some people will do is um, there's a trend where they get on in one type of clothes, and then there's a type of a song, and they jump, and then they're in different type of clothes. So yeah, I, I saw a lot everything. of those. <laughs> yeah, so you can just save everything to your drafts. It took me a little while to figure this out. I thought you had to keep your phone like open on TikTok the whole time. <laughs> um, so that was a good thing I learned. Okay. <laughs> and then um, when you're filming it within TikTok, you can set um, different types. You can set kind of like, okay, at this five second mark, I want it to stop recording or whatever. So it allows you a lot of that flexibility. Honestly, the best thing to do is to just go in the app and kind of figure it out it's not too complicated it only gets complicated if you're wanting to do like some of these really creative people do crazy like transitions and all these things and there's all these tutorials and i'm like how do people do this so you can do that with within the app you can like cut splice edit yeah for sure and you can also if you're uploading multiple clips if say you recorded you know video on your phone before or maybe you have some like really good Instagram stories that don't have text on them um, from, you know, uh, a pro, you know, a, a hair process or something that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could upload multiple clips, pick a song, and there's an option where um, TikTok will actually match the clips to the beats of the music, which is really cool. So you don't have to do a ton of editing yourself. It'll basically like when there's a drop in the beat or whatever, it'll like switch to the next clip. So well, that's amazing. Um, yeah. So it's, I, I would say it's generally straightforward. If you want to get really advanced on it, you can, but you should be able to kind of, you know, figure it out and play around. There's a ton of really good filters in the app. So, um, when you're filming, you can always look good, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. Um, yeah. So they have really good filters and stuff. And then, um, yeah. Oh, so oh, I think- oh, oh, wait a second. So uh, as you're talking, I'm following along and playing. And you mentioned filters. I hit the filters. And it, it has similar filters to what Instagram, you know, has. But then they have something called beauty. And it has like a yeah. little wand. And I hit it. And um, my imperfect skin went away. And I now have perfect skin. So it's like the... It's it's like some of the the uh, stories filters on Instagram. Yeah, I wish that they had more. Um, they just kind of have that one, but it's definitely helpful for sure. But um, after you get used to using so many cute filters on Instagram stories, then you're kind of be like, oh, I wish we had this one. But all right, so um, I just recorded my first video as you were talking, and <laughs> and I can save this to drafts. Yeah. Do I save it to drafts with the pink round check mark like that? See that little. Yeah. So after you filmed your video, then it takes you to the editing area where mm-hmm. you can add text right. on top for, and you can choose, okay, I want this little bit of text to pop up at this point, or if you wanted to add some other effects or whatever. Yep. So that's where you can edit. Voice everything. effects. That's really cool. That's yeah, there's Instagram like a doesn't have screen. that. Yeah, there's also like a green screen feature where you can basically upload um, like a photo or something and then it will appear behind you and you kind of like green screen it. So there's a lot of there's a lot of really 
uh, intricate little effects that you can do. Super cool. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people who are great at producing content in the beauty community have been talking about how the the editor for TikTok is really really good for video. So it seems like people are using it to create videos that they'll of course put on TikTok, but they'll also put those videos on Instagram. Yeah, definitely. So um, if you Google like TikTok video editor Instagram, we have a really great um, blog post on the later blog post on the later blog that's talking all about um, how you can use a TikTok video editor for Instagram. And um, yeah, so it's definitely a trend. Lots of people are posting TikTok kind of edited videos to their stories. Is there some sort of um, a, a paid element to it? Kind of like YouTube pays for uh, a creator after they get a certain you know number of uh, engagement. Does TikTok have something like that? They do not. So it's more like Instagram in that sense. So any um, paid opportunities would be coming from like brand partnerships and not from the platform itself. What about verification? I, I'm noticing that there are some people who are very verified, some creators. Y yes, um, I believe you have to have a certain threshold of likes before you get verified. I think it's like 2 million likes. Okay. Um, and so on TikTok too, it will show you like how many likes that you've received on your videos. So again, it's less of an emphasis on followers and more of an emphasis on the actual content. So right. mine so, says like 6,000 followers, but half a million likes or whatever. So Right. So so when you go to a pro somebody's profile, I'm on Mr. Chewy123 right now. He's verified. And he is following, it starts with, these are kind of the main stats, you know, up uh, at the top, right under his picture. It says how many people he's following, then it says how many followers he has, and then it says how many likes he has. So those likes, those are aggregate likes, like total engage, like engagement that people have given his videos over his entire life here on TikTok. Yeah, so it definitely shows that, again, it's like it's less about how many followers you have. It's more about how much people love your content. And then there's a button that allows you to follow him if you want. And then it has a button next to that. It looks like YouTube. So is that a link to his yes, YouTube? You can, yes, you can link um, out to some of your social platforms. I think mine has, like, my Instagram one. And then there's a, I don't have a YouTube channel, but you can add YouTube and stuff there as well. Um, it's also very common in your bio to put like your Instagram handle just out there because people might not actually be clicking the button, but then you can. Um, so if you, you know you had a, a viral moment on TikTok and you wanted to be like, hey, maybe some of those people will follow me on Instagram, definitely put your Instagram handle in the bio of your TikTok. For sure. Okay. And then there's a little bit of um, an area for you to write something about yourself. Like you can write your email or whatever in there. Um, okay. What about analytics? Yes. Yeah, so you, you, when I had my first viral moment, I did not realize that you had you actually have to go and turn analytics on. So it's basically kind of like the same thing of how you would like switch to a business profile. It's, it's similar to that. You need to have a business profile on TikTok in order to get the analytics. Um, so you can just go into your settings and do that. So I would I would recommend that you do that when you start so that you can be tracking all your videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. Your analytics are very interesting. Um, so 
it'll show you your video views for the last seven days or the last month. And you can kind of see different graphs. It'll tell you how many followers you're getting each day. All the stuff, you know, similar, very similar to Instagram. The analytics look pretty similar to Instagram. You can go in a content section and it'll show you all your different videos and it'll show you like which ones are trending or which ones have got the most views lately. Um, And then the followers thing, same thing, gives you your kind of demo breakdown. But what's really interesting is at the bottom of your followers um, in the analytics, it'll show you like videos that your followers watch. So you can kind of get a sense of, um, you know, see if there's any trends there that your followers are watching. And it will also say sounds that your followers listen to the most popular ones in the last seven days. So you, that can give you some inspiration for um, different sound audio to use as well. Mm. So Super. Um, but yeah, the analytics are pretty straightforward and they're pretty similar to Instagram minus, minus those two things. And where are the analytics? Oh, here it is. Switch to pro account. Is that it? You got to yeah. switch to pro account. Okay. And it's not paid or anything like that. Right. It's just- got it. Okay. And then I, I'm on, um, I clicked on me, which is kind of my, you know, the back end, my account. And I see balance as one of the options you know, underneath like privacy and safety, manage my account, share my profile, I see balance and I click on balance and there's a coin issue. Do you know what that is? Like you can buy coins? Honestly, I don't know that much about this stuff. It's basically like when TikTokers go live on TikTok, people can give them money to do things. yeah. That's a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of like, I'm there's not another big <laughs> industry revolving around that. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm All right. <laughs> a little unaware of exactly how that works. I've been a little afraid to find out actually. That's really funny. You should try it though. You should just be like, Hey, here I am. Pay me. <laughs> it gives you an option to recharge your, um, your balance. So that's kind of cool. All right. Our audience is 99.9.5% hairdressers. So for the people listening as they're driving down the street from their house to the salon, they're thinking, oh shit, I've got something else I have to do now. Like I finally got somewhat decent on Instagram and here comes TikTok. So should this be part of a hairstylist strategy for marketing right now? I think it depends on what your goals are. So if you are really focused on just, you know, getting new clients, filling up your schedule, and that's what you're focused on, TikTok probably isn't going to actually result in a ton of new bookings for you. But if you're trying to build your brand as a stylist and you want to, you know, have brand awareness, you're interested in potentially having some sort of I don't know, fame or something that you could have (laughs) achieve on Instagram, but Mm -hmm. on a different platform, um, then I think it's great. Or if you know, or if you want to have your art seen by more people, you're doing something creative or anything like that. Um, so yes, obviously if you were to like explode on TikTok, that could definitely affect like your bookings and stuff, but because it's not, um, it's, it's not the same as it's not as targeted as Instagram. So um, I think it's definitely important at this stage for TikTok that people really only look at it from like a brand awareness play, because for example, you can't even add like a link in your bio or anything like that. So it's definitely, I would say on the more like infant stages is 
when it comes to like marketing and business, but it's also so exciting for that same reason because you don't have a lot of competition on there. I would say as a hairstylist, your probably biggest competition on TikTok is not other hairstylists, but it's um, the teenagers in their bedrooms who are making kind of low quality videos that are getting, you know, millions of views about their hack for doing a top knot or something. Right. So when you mentioned targeting just now, are, do you mean mm -hmm. that, that geographic targeting, like people don't tar target or search, you know, uh, Brentwood hairdresser as much as they do on Instagram? Yes, exactly. That being said, um, in a weird way, TikTok can be super hyper local. So I live in Canada and I got a lot of like Canadian specific content. And I also see a lot of um, Vancouver specific content where I live as well. Um, so if you know, if you were using a hashtag like hashtag Vancouver in it, along with like hashtag hairdresser or something like that, um, that could be showing to the to the right people. But you know, at the end of the day, your target market is likely not going to be, you know, your target market is likely someone who's older than, um, 23. Right. So, um, you know, you'll probably have more success with actually like getting more clients on Instagram, but TikTok is a super, it's also, you know, you can also look at it from the place of being like, Hey, the, those people are going to be on it in six months from now. So I'm going to start now and get ahead while there's lower competition. It's going to be easier for me to have success on the platform. Right. And then maybe five years from now, if the platform doesn't implode like Vine did, you know, that 25 year old is going to be 30 years old and they will be looking for a $385 color service in the salon. Yeah, totally. Does the association with the uh, with the app to China bother you from a privacy standpoint? You know, there have been some articles that have come out. Um, U.S. militaries banned its use for all of its personnel. Um, and a couple other things. I'll just read one other thing. Um, ByteDance's first, and, and I think I got this off like Wikipedia or something like that, but ByteDance's first app called like Nihon something was shut down in 2018 by the national, by the Chinese National Radio and Television Administration. In response, the, the CEO uh, Zhang issued an apology stating that the app was incommensurate with socialist core values, that it had a weak in implementation of Xi Jinping's thought which is the president, you know, the grand premier or whatever mm -hmm. of China, and promised that ByteDance would, quote, further deepen cooperation with the ruling Communist Party of China to better promote its policies. So that's the same company that owns TikTok. Yeah, so um, it, it's funny being a Canadian. I think I'm definitely not as concerned with this as much, but um, we have... Um, a couple American girls who work on our social team and they were definitely like, Oh, did you hear that? Like, like TikTok, it's like run by communists. Like it's so concerning. So, um, yeah, personally, I don't, it's a tough question. I feel like I'm not the best person to talk about like privacy and social media because I am like, this is my job and I'm just so far in everything right now. I feel, I don't, I just assume that there's no privacy for me on any apps and stuff. Um, but yeah, I know it's a growing concern around some people. There's definitely been lots of talk about um, 
what you were mentioning about the servers and stuff and people thinking that like the U S government was going to like shut down the app because of, um, its relationship to China and stuff like that. But I think when you've had, you know, like something that like billions of people are using, I'm, I'm just very skeptical that, um, anything crazy, like, you know, the like crazy government intervention banning an app is actually like going to actually happen. You know, I, I'm kind of in the same realm that you are. I, 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 I'm in the camp that privacy to a large degree is dead. So if, if there's anything that you, you really want to protect, just don't put it out there at all. Um, because everything else is out there already pretty much, right? I mean, if, if you want to participate in the society that we have to, to a large degree, um, with these apps and these services and these products that are free, you know, we are paying by giving our information, right, to these companies. So uh, you can choose to do it or not do it. Um, and, and then, you know, you can always, you could always um, cancel your account and then let China knew your name and it knows where you live, right? And, and, and it or, or doesn't even know where you well it has an indication of where you live but it has your email so I, I don't know if that's that's necessarily a horrible thing and maybe that that's why I'm kind of in the same camp but it, it's definitely freaked a lot of people out all right t- uh, what other cool things about TikTok people should know about yeah well I think um, for hair in particular I think it's it's such an easy win. I think you can really duplicate a lot of the same content that you're creating for your Instagram and repurpose it on TikTok. So, you know, taking, if you're taking videos for your Instagram feed or your stories, you can make those into a TikTok. Even like, um, educational content does really, really well. So, you know, how to videos, you don't even have to be talking during them. Cause if you want to try and just do it in under a minute, you'll realize that, um, you can't really talk much in it or people will do like the time-lapse videos and then just speed it up and they're just showing their whole process of how they're creating a style or doing a color or something like that. And then you just put like a song over top of it and you're done. Like again, it doesn't have to be really perfectly lit and everything like that. Um, so educational content, how to's tutorials, people save that to their favorites. And so if you get your video saved to someone's favorites, it really helps an algorithm because it's kind of like a save on Instagram and that it's highlighting. Yeah. It's like a super like in a way because it's indicating this content is so great that like, I want to come back to it again. So, um, any, um, tutorial type of content does really well. And so I'm sure all these listeners are more than capable of, you know, putting it a little videos like that together, anything around like hair hacks and stuff is really good. Um, and like I said before, like taking a trend and adding a hair spin to it. So what's crazy is actually one of the most popular trends on TikTok right now is hair oriented. And so if you look on like a hashtag like purple shampoo or purple shampoo challenge, it's like there's I think there's over like 70 million videos that have been created or 70 million views. Sorry. Um, I was going to say, on- holy mackerel, <laughs> 70 million videos have been. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. 70 million views. I think just on like the purple shampoo hashtag or something. So again, that's someone made a video of them and it's this audio. So people are just using the same audio and creating it. And they're basically like, it's a 
the trend is girls with blonde hair putting a bunch of purple shampoo on their hair. That's when it's dry and then they come out and then it's like has a little purple tint to it or something like that. But there's like now it's kind of getting <laughs> memed and people are being like, don't do this and like all that stuff. But that's just like a generic like trend that's popular across all of TikTok right now. So I'm sure like a lot of creative stylists can, you know, think of ways to, to jump on that and stuff Definitely. as well. So. Definitely. Cool. Um, there's also... Um, if you think about the Gen Z audience, there's a lot of, um, I saw when it comes to the hair tutorials, um, they're wanting to know how to do these like trendy styles that to me, like I almost died today. They, I saw a video for like a claw clip tutorial, like from the nineties. And I was just like, Oh my God, <laughs> these teens like see this clip and they don't know how to like put it in their hair. Um, but things like that or like, butterfly clips, bandanas, extensions, stuff like that. So, um, I think it's pretty, it's for hair. It's a super, it's going to be really easy to think about type of videos that you want to create for TikTok. Right. Super cool. All right. So, uh, tell us a little bit about later because I love later and later has made our life, my life easier. And, um, it, it's, it, it basically has allowed us to plan out our Instagram you know, strategy and all that and maintenance such a way that, you know, our engagement has increased, right? Because a lot of Instagram is how often you're posting and are you posting regularly and, um, and later's made it easier. So tell us just a little bit about later, like not a sales pitch or anything, but I, I think it's really helpful. So I'd like the listeners to know. Amazing. Well, I'm so happy to hear you guys are loving it having success with it. Um, I think later is like the best part about it is it's just like we want to make help you like save time so you can spend less time on your social media and more time doing what you love or growing your business or you know working on getting more engagement things like that so um i guess in the short is later is a social media marketing platform um it's you know, for Instagram, we're definitely like the number one Instagram marketing platform. Most of our features are all oriented around either Instagram or um, visual first. So when you log into later, it's a very like nice, clean, like user experience. And you'll notice like it's all we bring all your videos and your photos to the front instead of having a scheduler that's maybe more oriented around like text space. So um, yeah, and then you know, the, with that visual thesis that we have or everything, we're like social media these days, it's visual. It's not text oriented. It's all about photos and videos. And so, um, you know, features we have like the visual planner, which will allow you to like, you can add in all your posts, but then move them around and drag and drop to see what your feed will look like before you actually post. So then you can be like, okay, like this is the right order I want to have and stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So if you're managing, you know, even just one Instagram account or multiple ones, it'll really help you like plan everything out in advance and you can schedule stories too. So super cool. Yeah. And about how much does it cost? So later is totally free to use. Um, we have a free plan. You can post 30 posts a month um, for free. And then we have paid plans, which start at $9 and go up to $49, but most people will probably be within the $9 to $19 range if they wanted a paid plan. Awesome. Well, I so much, so much appreciate this. Um, all of these people listening now know so much about TikTok, thanks to you. And uh, any last words for the beauty community? Yeah, I would just encourage you to 
let your creativity shine and, and social media is obviously a great platform to, to showcase all of your creativity. And I think TikTok is going to be, you know, the next big thing and it's already the next big thing. And so now it's like the perfect time to get on it, figure it out, spend a little bit of time, um, on it. And, you know, you could find a lot of success there. Thank you so much, Taylor. Hey guys, hope you liked that episode. It's a lot to think about as these social media platforms develop and grow. I would super duper appreciate it if you screenshotted your phone as you're listening to this episode and you share it on your Instagram stories to let your friends know about the Hair Game podcast because podcasts live or die on word of mouth, just like hairdressers. Next week's pod loot will be a 10 inch Wi-Fi digital photo frame with touchscreen. You can put this on your station and it can filter through pictures of your clients or pictures of your family or whatever you want, or you can bring it home, whatever you want to do with it. For a chance to win, write a review on the Apple Podcast app or stitcher.com for Droid users. The review has to include your exact Instagram handle so I know who you are. Make sure you're following the Hair Game Podcast and Love Eric Taylor on Instagram, then I put your name in my bag. Each week I pull a name and I announce the winner at the beginning of every episode. You have to be listening to win so you can DM me your mailing address. If you don't win, keep listening because your name stays in my bag in my office. You can win any week on any episode. For complete details, go to salonrepublic.com. Next week's episode will be with Amanda Lieberger, aka The Hairy Godmother. That might win for the best Instagram handle, The Hairy Godmother. Until then, have a great week.